During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, May 3rd, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Benjamin's godmother, <gasps> GameSpot and Giant Bombs, Lucy James. Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm excellent. What's the word? What's been happening? What are you playing? What's going on? How are you doing? What's going on? How's the cat? What's happening? That's a lot of questions. I, but I like to potpourri shotgun blast them Okay. That way you can just pick what you want to What's talk. going on? Uh, doing fine. Got a tattoo. Show me that too. Show launch. It's right on my upper thigh. Can't do that. Hey, that's on you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll show you a picture after. I assure you I'm wearing pants in it. I, I've only I've seen a photo. We are close oh, yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, sent yeah, me. Yeah. I haven't seen it in the flesh, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's at the peeling stage. It's weird. Ooh. Um, cat's good. Had a bladder infection. Doing fine. Okay. Uh, launching comic today, too. And um, playing Jedi Survivor and Resident Evil 4. Talk to me about the comic. Uh, Octobriana uh, and the Underground Full Tilt Boogie. Is that Where out? can people pick it up? Amazon.com right now. I think there's been a slight delay with the uh, paper paper stuff. I think that's coming on the 10th, but okay. you can actually buy it on Amazon now. If you, you are Comixology, you can get it in there. You can do all that stuff. You're all part of it. Nice. That's awesome. Congratulations, Luce. What was that like writing a comic? Weird. Yeah. Because it is such a different uh, experience. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's so, it's so different than just writing like an ordinary script because you have to think so visually. And sure. I am not a visual, necessarily a visual thinker. Uh, yeah. but it was really cool. I had like, I was working with Stu Taylor who... You know, and he's fantastic, and he's a great editor, and uh, fun to bounce ideas off. And so, so is it just one issue, or is it multiple things? Or story in one issue? Okay, but I'm. Did like, this ignite the fire of where you want to keep going? You want to do more? Yeah. All right. Good. Hey, I've got plans. Don't worry about it. I've okay. Good. Plans. Well, the problem is, Lucy, you yeah. have tons of plans, and you execute on all of them, so you're always doing a million things. Oh yeah. Of course, Tam is on the kind of funny podcast today. Yes. And his first sixty seconds is explaining that GameSpot has started like nine hundred new shows. Yeah, and we all de- and we decided to launch them all in one week too. Helpfully, yeah. Scattergun, scattergun approach. Exactly. No. You will find something you like. Yeah. No, it's it's really fun and like you know, legacy games media getting investment is awesome and we kind of. It's rare. It's kind of rare. rare these days <laughs> that legacy game media gets an investment, a buy, and a bunch of new stuff. Yeah, but it's it's so exciting because like we have such a great video team, um, and I'm there. Uh, no, we have, we have such a great video team and, and like all of these ideas have been noodling in people's minds for so long. Sure. And then fandom, like we want you to make some shows. And so everyone is just kind of getting to do a bunch of different things that they've wanted to do for so long, but never necessarily had the outlet for okay. work that, you know, it's difficult to fit in a like Kurt's video essay show into how do I fit this into a preview format yeah. that would resonate with the kind of traditional stuff that we do. Um, so yeah, we have a bunch of new shows, uh, the week of May the 1st. Not May 1st, because I got told off by my dad for saying May 1st. That's apparently a very American thing. Is that a British thing? You know, no, May, May, May the 1st. May the 1st is a, um, American or British? English. Thing? Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. We wouldn't, why would we waste time? You know what I mean? Why am I adding in an extra word, Mike? You know what I mean? May the 1st. I got things to do. You cut that out. I got a million different ways to yeah. go. Um, so, no. So, this week, a bunch of new shows. Which one's yours? Because first off, <clears throat> Kurt Locker. That's an amazing name. Who's to say what came first? The name of the... The show. This is what Tam was talking about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which one's yours? Uh, so I do a bunch of stuff in the like the law format, which is the law you know again. Yeah. Fun. Uh, so I did the history of Zelda on Monday. No mean feat. Very a lot of Zelda. Very interesting. Um, but Tam and I have a news show. Uh, that's going out on Friday. It's called Spot On. Okay. Uh, which is basically more like a last week tonight kind of thing. Oh, thank you. Wow. Character uh, with the B-roll. He knows what's up. Look at this guy. So is the plan that, like, you're launching all these shows this week? Yeah. Is this then, from here on out, every day there's a new show on uh, YouTube.com slash GameSpot? Uh, pretty much. Uh, everything is going to be, you know, seasonal. Okay. So we're bringing okay. back things like, I'm working on a new season of audio logs right now. Sure. Um, we have other shows that are going to be launching. Uh, we're kind of doing it so we, the week of Summer Game Fest, we get that kind of, like, break where it's, okay, oh, everyone. The break. 
to Everyone, cover well, summer game the fest. break of the break of shows it's like okay everyone just focus on summer game fest and then yeah launching new shows again after that so it's that's cool. awesome well you're busy that's good oh, luckily okay. there's nothing happening in video games no, nothing at all. It's Except for details on Xbox Game Showcase, Spider-Man 2 getting a prequel, comic, and so much more. And we're going to get into all of it because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news that you know about. If you like that, be part of the show for free at, at uh, kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. Over there, you can write in with all your questions, comments, and concerns. But of course, you can then watch us record the show live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. You can watch it on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. We record it live. Then you can catch it later on YouTube.com slash games, And, of course, podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. However, the best way to get the show is Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny, where, of course, you could get it ad-free. You could support the show. You could get dozens of bonus episodes that go up each and every day. You, of course, could watch us record our podcasts live as we record them most of the time, unless there's an embargo. Embargo on this afternoon's Xcast? But you're watching? That's live? Can they watch? That's what I thought. So if you snowbike, Mike, I'll tell you about that in one second. Uh, of course, though, patreon.com slash kind of funny keeps the mics and lights on. So please come on through and support us. It means the world to us. Uh, of course, no bucks tossed away. No big deal. Use the epic creator code kind of funny when you're checking out of the epic game store or when you're playing Fortnite, Rocket League or so forth on any one of your consoles. Housekeeping for you. There's a lot of it. Strap in. I already said it. Tam's on the kind of funny podcast today. We want to know, would you hang out with your parents if you could time travel and hang out with them when they were, like, contemporaries? Would you do it, Luce? Um, mm. Would you hang out with Lynn? Honestly, I... <laughs> you don't have to answer! No, no, no. I would just to get some of that lore, you know? Sure, sure. I feel like... The... Really see where the, how this... Yeah. How, did, how did you get this way? <laughs> how what, did this know? happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah understand. I, I would go back and hang out with Lynn. Nick... I'd hang out with Nick. Nick was, Nick was a good time. Nick has told me some stories about being at uni yeah. where, you know, like, I think it, it, he has his favorite story about, like, the only, uh, like, outstanding money that he had to spend at university was his bar tab. Nice. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can get down that guy. That's, that's the guy you want to party with. Uh, that's up right now. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny and the Kind of Funny podcast feeds wherever you get your show. Uh, guess what? Tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow is May the 4th, and you should come celebrate with us as the team plays through Jedi Survivor. We have all sorts of fun surprises for you, including Andy Wan Kenobi teaching Nick the Force. Uh, and where in the world is Kev2D2? Oh. He- it gets worse. Want to hear Mike Baca, the truckie, uh, do his patented Tahoe scream? Tune into twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games this Thursday at 11. 30 a.m. right after Kind of Funny Games Daily. If that wasn't enough Star Wars content, uh, this afternoon, me and Barrett are recording the Jedi Survivor spoiler cast. You can send your questions into Kind of Funny Gamescast or kindoffunny.com slash gamescast right now. Still, to be part of that show with your thoughts, questions, opinions. Did you beat it? No, I haven't beat it yet. Okay. Uh, but I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah. And I feel... How bad have the bugs been for you? No? Yeah. Okay, Which is wild. You on PS5? Yeah. Good. Yeah, but I've, I've, I was talking to Skill Up and he was like playing on PC and stuff, yeah. you know. I had that in the back of my head while I was playing. Sure. As in, so lucky. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, based on that, I can tell you right now, for Christmas, just get skill up a hammer, because all that person wants to do is fucking beat their hand with a hammer. They love the pain. That's all these PC people love. They know what this leads to. This is not a new problem. I know. But they're like, this time it'll be different. Just like when I buy a fucking gym membership. This time I'm actually going <laughs> to go. No, you know how it's How's that going. Peloton working out? You know what? It is great right now. It is surrounded by <laughs> diapers right now. We are giving away a bunch of diapers. You know, it doesn't matter. Uh, only on YouTube after this uh, episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily on the live stream and on the on-demand video. Snowbike Michael pop in, dance with the YouTube super chat, post show questions with us. You should hang out with us. That'll be a lot of fun. Thank you to our uh, Patreon producer, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Honey and Rocket Money. We'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. Time for some news. Seven items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Let's start in the land of green with some positive Xbox news. Uh, we got more details Need on it. Xbox's June game showcase. This comes from Joe Screbbles at Xbox oh, Wire. Sweet boy. Uh, you, we, we miss Joe, of course. Of course, he used to be one of us, a press person. Oh. Worked at IGN a long time. And then he 
Then he saw the money in the hills. You know what I mean? Saw a future. Those green, green hills. No, I heard it was you bullied him uh, for having a fake name. I stopped doing that. I stopped doing that years ago. I'll have you know. Don't worry. Uh, Joe writes on Xbox Wire We're delighted to announce that the Xbox Game Showcase will be live stream June 11th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Immediately following the showcase, we'll be airing Starfield Direct, a deep dive into Bethesda Game Studios' highly anticipated sci fi RPG. Join us for some new surprises and first looks from our incredibly talented internal studios and our many creative partners around this world. This is the day gamers have been waiting for to see what is coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass. Starfield Direct will invite you inside Bethesda Game Studios to learn much, much more about Starfield with tons of new gameplay, developer interviews, and behind-the-scenes insider information. Like last year, uh, we'll also have a follow-up to our stream. Xbox Game Showcase Extended Edition airs June 13th at 10 a.m. Pacific with in-depth interviews focused on the news from our Xbox Games Showcase as well as game updates from our partners. Lucy? Hi. We knew the bones of this before. Yep. They had said June 11th. They hadn't given a time, but they yep. had said Xbox Game Showcase. They had said there'd be a Starfield Direct. Now they're finally starting to talk about it. Mm. And I feel like they couldn't pick a better week slash time period to actually get out there with some oh, good news. God, seriously. With all the Redfall stuff, they're out here talking. We're talking Damn about the future it. of it. And then you have to talk about the importance of it. And if we're going to talk about important Xbox news, we turn our lonely eyes to one the only, the master of hype, the leader of the Kind of Funny X cast, Snow Bike Mike. Hello, Snow Bike Mike. Hey, everybody. Hey, buddy. Hi, Lucy. Hi. I love Xbox, and I love talking Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Let's have some fun. Let's talk about it because, yeah, this is, of course, some big and exciting news Mm -hmm. and also some very important news because we've been down over on the Xbox side of things, Dave and Lucy. It's been very tough, tough especially this week. It's right. Of course, the CMA blocking the deal for acquisition. The Country Uh, Music Awards. Oh, man, they're so tough on us right now. (laughs) And then, of course, Redfall coming out to some very poor reviews. So this is some positive news, but also uh, a big weight on the team's shoulder that we're going to talk about right now. Exactly, Mike. And I guess that really is from the weeks ago when this was announced and we knew this was coming to where we are right now. For the Xbox fan base, how important is this game showcase? It's wild because I said it outside in front of Roger. I was like, this is the year. This is a very important year. They're going to deliver, Roger. You, say this every said, year. you said this every year, Mike. And it's wild to think that this is another very important summer showcase, another mm-hmm. important year to showcase what could be and what needs to be, right, Lucy? Mm-hmm. It's not what could be anymore. It is what needs to be. Yep. And I think when we look back on this year and in the history books five years from now when we talk about it, hopefully this is the quote-unquote summer game showcase that did change it all, right? Because it needs to be that when we talk about the weight of everything going on in the Xbox world. Luce, mm. for you, someone who's unbiased and from the UK, so you sound super smart. Can Xbox do this? Are we putting too much weight on it? Can they stand and deliver on this whole front? Because I do feel like right now, I think it was either in my tweets or maybe it was even just in the comments on the Redfall review or our subreddit or somewhere. People were t- there was a thread of just like, this is the lowest. I, this wasn't me. There's somebody commenting. The lowest I felt as an Xbox fan. Like, I feel like that's going around right now for the, the uh, diehard audience. Mm. And so is this at the time you think Xbox will step up and knock it out of the park and do this whole thing and make us all understand what their plan is? First of all, saying this is the lowest you've been as an Xbox fan. Do you not remember like 20? 20- it was a tough time <laughs> it was, uh, true, it was rough. true um you know what the thing the thing about this is that like there is no doubt in my mind that xbox know that they need to deliver on this they know sure. stuff is not going their way they know redfall you know look at the not to be you know tinfoil hatted but like reviews dropping as soon as the game launches on a big first party title like Redfall coming from a studio like Arcane. Oh, they that's knew. not tinfoil at all. I yeah, know, but like they yeah. knew that game yeah. was not gonna be a smash hit out the gate. Um, I think there's a lot riding on Starfield for sure, and of I think course. that's why they are so like there is gonna be the Starfield Direct. We're breaking it out separately, but we are attaching it to Xbox so that you know it's like, we, you're there for Starfield, but we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff in there. Sure. There have been promises from Xbox over the past few years. Like, you know, we haven't seen Fable in a long time. We haven't yeah. seen things like Perfect Dark, Avowed. And so they just need this. State of Decay. 
State of Decay 3, over Outer Worlds 2, they also oh, showed yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, they went on a spree there where they were just firing from the hip like Greg at the intro. But and they, then we just went radio silent on a number of things. But then, I mean, even Halo Infinite, yeah, after that, you know, initial poor first showing, the day that Halo Infinite launched, hype as hell. It was incredible. And, like, multiplayer felt great. Campaign was pretty good. And then it's just, like, the consistency and unable to deliver the rest of it. And that's where I'm kind of... Sad about Xbox right now is that they are not delivering, and so I... The kind of funny mantra on this ride has been me and Tim for years talking about the dominoes they're setting up. Yeah. Every studio acquisition, everything mm -hmm. else, and eventually they're going to hit the domino, and, and it will gonna be, be, here's amazing game after amazing game after amazing game. But instead, we see it be this struggle to get there, whether it be Halo Infinite, whether it be Redfall. And like we were talking about in the aftermath of Redfall, right? Like, this... I can't imagine the pressure right now at Bethesda Game Studios on Todd Howard and his team. It was already there. Hey, yeah. we are Bethesda Game Studios. Hey, we are a Todd Howard and Todd Howard's team. We're trying to make something. You know what that means. But on top of that now, this game is trying to justify, I think, Xbox's year, right? This is what it's going to be. And, Mike, you've gone on the record as saying, you know, I la laughed at you in the room, but you then made a great point of, I'm serious. You're like, this has to be game of the generation. This has to be. This is how much is riding on this game. It's wild. Do you think? Do you believe they can deliver that? Do you think we see this on June 11th during the Starfield Direct? We get that in-depth, here's how companions are, or whatever it's going to be, romance systems, or this, or just the universe and the planet. Do you think we're going to we're gonna walk out of that going, damn, this is this is the, let's, let's not kid ourselves, the Tears of the Kingdom killer, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think there's two schools of thought on this. Do I believe that this team is talented enough and has a proven track record that they can deliver a game of a generation? Heck yeah, they can, mm -hmm. right? We've seen it for before from the Fallout series to Skyrim and how beloved those games were, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But now I think the added weight, as you say, the pressure, everyone's going to be there with a microscope, right? Yeah. We're going to be counting frames. We're going to pick on every single word Todd and his team say yep. from whatever they cover, right? Whether it be mm -hmm. companions, shipbuilding, all of those Goldilocks planets that we talked about, right? You he want to talk about a No Man's Sky situation, planets, oh, right? right? Like, you know, yeah. they, they will hold whatever they say during this presentation and in the run up to it, they will remember it. And so I think that's the issue now is like, do we believe it? Yeah, we definitely can all look at each other on the table and say, yeah, we believe in Bethesda and what they've created before. Sure. But now with the added pressure, I think you go into it way more hesitant on, can they actually deliver this? Because I don't think it is a Diablo 4 slayer. I don't think it's a Tears of the Kingdom mm -hmm. killer anymore, right? Like, my worry is that this game could just come out good, yeah. but it needs to but be I mean, great. That's, that's, that's what, the I mean, issue. Needs yeah. to that's be great. the story of Xbox so far, and it's that thing of, like, you know, I, I'm not... Doing a character here, I'm because definitely you know I just, the characters now just about PC. That's where, <laughs> yeah. that's where I get, I get yeah. heat from the PC kids. I'll stick with it. But even there's the PlayStation guy, right? Like you look at Xbox's, you know, Halo Infinite, Grounded, Sea of Thieves, uh, Redfall, and it's like you're seeing games that you're like, ah, it was so close. You were so every one of these, ah, it was so close. And don't get me wrong, Sea of Thieves evolved into something. Grounded evolved into something from its yeah. you know early launch. This, but it's just they're not The Last of Us. They're not Spider Man. They're not yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. That's been the issue this whole time is we compare yeah. it to the other side, right? We want that third-person action RPG narrative story adventure game that we've wanted, and they just haven't made that. That's not their yeah. bread and butter. That's not what they make, right, unfortunately. But the Xbox audience wants something like that, right? Yeah. And we've had great games like Gears, right? Gears Hive Busters was an awesome experience, right? But that's just one drop in a gigantic well that we need filled over on the opposite side. And when you look at it, right, we talked about the games. You talk about Perfect Dark and mm -hmm. what's going on with the initiative, teaming up with Crystal Dynamics now, and that's got an added pressure of yeah. who even wants Perfect Dark. People like me who played it on the N64, we're old, right? Do yeah. new kids playing Xbox even know what Perfect Dark is? And can you deliver that and make it not just another generic first-person shooter? Because that is what Perfect Dark was on N64 and Xbox 360, right? It was James Bond, but with a new skin on top of that. Mm. We have a lot of first-person shooters, Don't talk shit about shooters, Joanna right? Dark right now. And then and shooting aliens in the head, all right? Don't talk catching strays. <laughs> on top of that, the big one is Fable, right? Now Dude, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. I love Fable. Let's fucking go. Playground Games. And mm -hmm. you've teased us with Fable, we're at the point now where you show me Fable. There is no more teasing Fable. It is, there better be some gameplay and we got to start moving to dates, right? We look yeah. now at Hellblade, a game that has just been strung along. Oh, yeah. I mean, breadcrumb, we know breadcrumb, breadcrumb. how great Ninja Theory is. I'm not dissing them. I think they're great, but 
I can't see another Redfall without a, or I mean another Hellblade without a date. If you don't put yeah. a date on this thing, and if it's not winter and or spring next year, it's going to be like, oh man, that's tough, right? Because you just keep pushing it farther away. From this you. isn't even just the track record of where we've been uh, right now so far with Xbox and what we've seen from them uh, put out. I worry about Hellblade. And I do, and don't get me wrong, it's gorgeous. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong, the first Hellblade was great. I'm not trying to say, I, but it's that thing of that big battle with the big monster on the beach or whatever. I looked at it and I was like, I don't, this doesn't, I don't know, this doesn't scream fun to me to play. Yeah. And that it is that, like, that's so different from what we did in the original Hellblade. And so you, I do worry of like, it's a sequel, it's bigger, it's better, it's going to look better. You have to, like, are they growing beyond their, like, yeah. scope of what they wanted? And is that going to be something? And I can, I, I hope I eat my words. I hope I'm wrong. But like uh, this is all graphically impressive. Yeah. But so is Sunrise of Rome. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I don't, hey, Xbox fans hold Rise of Rome up on a pedestal because they're desperate. <laughs> it was a launch game, and you were desperate. I understand, ladies oh, and gentlemen. I understand. God. I've been there. Also, you know, we're thankful on the Xbox side for a lot of great third-party partnerships. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We always talk about Game Pass and how important that is. We look at Game Pass Family Plan. When is that coming to America? What is that oh. price going to be? How do you incentivize people to get excited about that? The right. Two week. Free. So right now you can refer a, friend yeah, refer a friend and actually get people to jump into Game Pass for free, which is a big deal. That's, That's a great. very cool one, Lucy. Yeah. So they do great jobs with like promotion and third-party partnerships. We look at EA Play. Fabulous. I love EA Play, right? Mm -hmm. We just looked at Ubisoft Plus coming over onto the console side of things. Could we sign a massive deal and actually get that onto a Game Pass subscription? Would be another big win. But mm -hmm. how many times can I say, hey, look at me with the third-party game win when I need the first-party game win, right? So yeah. third parties will be big here. I don't think we will go another year without really relying on that. We're going to hopefully see Contraband, right, from Avalanche Studios. This right. was the game oh. that people got Forgot excited about, about right this yeah. is that heist in the 70s it's going to have like a very mm -hmm. cool color and like theme to yeah, it all like yep. multiplayer it should be fun right but like that's another one better show me that right don't yeah. tell me about it i want to see contraband now and what other third parties do you have you look around the landscape mm -hmm. what's that big third party title that will go oh wow and we all talked about it last year we wanted elden ring on game mm -hmm. pass it didn't happen but you turn your attention now Armored Core. Now, does From Software need Xbox and Game Pass? Of course not. But Xbox needs a big win like that on the Game Pass service to say, hey, we might not have the first party, but we're going to get you this and we're going to save you some money. People like that. So yeah, yeah. that's when you turn your attention to what big third-party games are coming that we can attach ourselves onto. Since we're dreaming on a personal front, State of Decay 3. I loved. I love really? State of Decay. I want more State of Decay. I'd like to see what a modern, crazy, mm -hmm. you're using the cloud and everything else State of Decay would look like, right? Mm -hmm. And then more is just literally a dream of if I'm Phil, I'm on Phil's team and I'm trying to figure out how we fight this, like whatever. One of the big things I think we have with everything we've listed and talked about so far, right, is, and this is not going to sound great to many hardcore gamers, but it is the fact that none of it's recognizable IP. I yeah. still want to see Marvel games do something exclusively with Xbox. I'd love to see DC do something, you know, but yeah. I mean, like, it is that thing of like, all right, well, PlayStation's got Spider-Man. PlayStation's got Wolverine. Yeah. You know, uh, Nintendo had Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Like, what hero or set of heroes can get their own exclusive game over on Xbox? Yeah, Barrett's currently showing, if you're watching on oh, YouTube, of course, Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones, another one. You can also turn your attention. We're talking about 20-plus yeah. internal studios now with Bethesda, right? Yeah. You turn your attention to Bethesda, you look at Machine Games making this, right? We all want Wolfenstein, yeah. but of course... Hey, Indiana Jones, the movie is coming out this summer. You would mm -hmm. think you were going to try to hit close to that. No way. We only got in a CGI teaser, wow. so I'm sure we're far away from that. But you would expect, are we going to show some sort of indie? Because indie hype is going to be the hottest mm -hmm. right now this summer. You got to be close to that. Also, it's software. Coming off of Doom Eternal, oh, what yeah. is it yep. doing? Where sure. are they at? Sure. Where are these heavy hitters that and we These need? are the dominoes right? we talk about, but <laughs> somebody's got to hit them, and one of them's got to be good oh. already, God damn I mean, it. Compulsion Games was another studio that oh. was acquired and has gone radio silent. We yep. have no idea what Compulsion is truly making that they've shown mm -hmm. to the world, right? That was We Happy Few, right? Yes, yeah. We Happy Few. In Exile is another studio that is working yep. on something, right? I can go down the list of all these teams that are working on something, but 
the the other issue is you have all these dominoes, Greg. But what is the line? They have to fall in the line, and you have to start putting these dominoes yeah. in the line. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. From avowed to, of course, Starfield, Hellblade. Like it starts with one, and then you line them up afterwards with the dates. And that, but what are these dates? And Where are they? And I'm right there with you. Is the line needs to become clear, right? Because it is right now. Like everyone is just looking at Starfield because that's all you know about like the next yeah. big thing that's coming from it. Well, the thing is, like the past two or three years or so, Xbox has been really good at this summer showcase being like, here is a heavy hit you're going to get once per month, like on Game Pass. And then last year they did that super cut and it was, here's everything and you're going to get it before, in the next 12 months, except for Hollow Knight Silk Song. Uh, uh, yeah. And Forza didn't make that date. Oh. Starfield got put, like, that's yeah. another big question of, are we coming with the same messaging, Lucy? Yeah. Because y'all failed with that messaging. You missed it by a country mile. If we brought up mm -hmm. that graphic, we would probably circle close to 25 to 50% of those games did not make the 12-year window that you went out and months. said in front of everyone, right? Which is insane mm -hmm. to say. Yeah. So do they come with a different wording on that? Because you missed it. You can't yeah. say that again, I don't think. Yeah. Lots of questions for what we're going to see here. Uh, at the old Xbox event. So much fun. And there's so I'm much excited. more to it, right? Like on the Xbox ecosystem, you still think about cloud. You think about Kojima out there. Yeah. You think about the homepage that Xbox fans are dying for a redesign or a refresh and the team is working on that. Is that something you show? Achievements need a major overhaul. There are so many boxes to tick, right? Mid-gen refreshes. Mm -hmm. I know it's crazy to think about, but we've talked about it before, right? It's we're like we're getting there where it's like, Oh, man, would they dare announce something like that? Like, we're moving towards this point where it's wild that we're still asking for games when we continue to move. And this is a team in 2021 that won Publisher of the Year for Metacritic, right? Had the best output. And then 2022, missed the mark. 2023, yeah. we're missing the mark again. Like, it's a tough place to be in right now. And they have a lot to talk about. And I think June, that's why it all circles back to June. Circle your calendars. This is a big, important one for them. And we say it every year, but this might be the one. This is going to be the Sony E3 2015? You would think, right, Lucy? Like it, that it was almost the showcase of dreams. That was the showcase of dreams, man. This, yeah. I really, I really want it for Xbox. Like, Hell yeah. They've made so many smart choices, yeah. and I want to see them pay off. And I'd love to know a million things about why Redfall released the way it did. You know, How uh, Redfall even was... Uh, was made <laughs> like not not that not in a horrible way but like it just seems like such a mismatch of a studio sure you know sure 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 sure, sure. yeah that's interesting lucy yeah because we've seen uh, the word passion project thrown around yeah. right and like xbox has given these studios a big umbrella to be safe in and say hey create something different or do something you want to do right and so we've seen a lot of that so it's not to me like oh wow why'd you make that choice but it was like Oh, we tried something different, but you just mm -hmm. missed the mark right yeah. there, right? There were certain things that you needed to hit on that game yep. that you just didn't do. I love that you tried something different, yeah, of course. Yep. but we just missed it, unfortunately, right? Yeah. And yeah, what are those questions that go into it? And thankfully, maybe we'll get some answers because Lucy and Greg, I have a little teaser for you. What? Today, this afternoon, on the Kind of Funny X-Cast, myself and my two gaming dads, Paris Lilly and Gary Widow, will be joined by the one, the only, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, Whoa. to join us on the podcast. My birthday is Sunday. Xbox <laughs> has to do some good in June, and it's going to be a very special episode. So we're going to sit down with Phil. We'll talk all things Xbox. Of course, the Summer Games Showcase. We'll talk about anything under the sun. So get ready for that one. Of course, you, Kind of Funny Best Friends, can write in kindoffunny.com slash Xcast with any of your burning questions, comments, and concerns. We'll get them read, and then... You can enjoy that podcast tomorrow because, yes, it is embargoed. You cannot watch it live, okay, but you can okay, catch it okay. over on YouTube and on podcast services around the globe. Amazing. That's my teaser I'll leave with you. Hell yeah. Fantastic. I wonder Mike. why you asked me, what would you ask Phil Spencer if you could ask him anything? I was like, <laughs> Mike just, hey, he calls up Imran. He's like, yo, just, hey, Imran, I was what, what in the shower. If you're going to talk to Phil Spencer, what would you ask him? <laughs> I do that every time. I was just like, is this an icebreaker? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Lucy James, it is incredible to hang it's with so you. I'll see you at the end of the show yes. for our fun post show. Don't forget you can write in with your super chats and or Twitch resubs with questions for these two. Or if you just want to talk gaming, we'll answer it. I'll see you guys in a little bit. Great job, Mike. Good job. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Take care. You know what I mean? Paris Lily sucks. Wow. <laughs> Number two on the Rook Report, ladies and gentlemen, Spider-Man 2.
is getting a prequel comic. This is the PlayStation blog. Saturday, May 6th, this free comic book day. And to celebrate, we teamed up with Marvel to release a comic that will serve as a prequel to the upcoming game Marvel's Spider-Man 2. When we initially sat down with the team at Marvel, we explored a few different ideas about what kinds of stories we could tell in a prequel comic. But we kept coming back to the same core premise. What if Peter... Miles and MJ had a team up against a new supervillain whose powers they didn't understand. Additionally, we wanted to make sure we could get a peek into what the heroic trio has been doing since the events of Marvel Spider-Man and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. What is Pete up to now that there are two Spider-Men in this city? How? And it should be Spider-Mans. Is that the actual... Well, there, it's a proper name, right? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Men, yeah. lowercase then, you know? Yeah. No big deal, PlayStation blog and Marvel. I guess I just know more than you. <laughs> Uh, how is Miles doing in school and how is MJ's journalism career going? Uh, <laughs> some of these questions I wasn't really wondering. Yeah. You know, Miles, you keeping your grades up in school? <laughs> in this story, their lives collide as Peter, Miles, and MJ attempt to balance their responsibilities to the city and each other. Uh, they keep coming back to one of the main themes of the comic. <laughs> Sorry, how, Wait, many what? Questions is, how many questions have you answered by this comic? They keep comic? coming back to, the, to one of the main themes of the comic. Is magic real? <laughs> I didn't see that one coming. I'm sorry. If I'm being honest, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, so are we doing a... Mysterio? Yeah, this is going to be a Mysterio. Thing. Because in this action-packed issue, a beloved Spider-Man, a supervillain, makes their first appearance in our universe and appears to have supernatural abilities that defy mere webs and fists. None other than the hood. It wasn't Mysterio. It was the oh, hood. damn. Who? Got me. He's a beloved supervillain. That will the answer the question if magic is real. Oh, okay. Uh, someone got cast as him. Um, Anthony Ramos? No. You look into that, I'll keep reading, because yeah. it's, it's still going. For the MCU, at least. What's happened to you? Oh, you dropped your phone. Uh, we know you've been patiently waiting for news on Spider Marvel Spider-Man 2, and we thank you for hanging in there with us. Oh. Today, we have one more piece of news. The standalone release of Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered on PS5 console. Later this month, Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered will become available for a standalone purchase on the PlayStation Store. This title was previously only included as part of the Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales Ultimate Edition. On top of that, when the game becomes available, there will be an upgrade program for owners of the original Marvel Spider-Man on PlayStation 4. Whether you have a disc or a digital copy of the PlayStation 4 game, you will be able to upgrade to Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered on the PlayStation 5 for $10. Nice. Owners of Spider-Man Miles Morales can still obtain Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered by upgrading the Ultimate Edition through the main menu of the PS5 version of Marvel's Spider-Man Miles Morales. Lovely. Look at this. You announced you have a comic book out today. Marvel and Spider-Man got to be like, we got some too. Yeah, well, my comic sadly doesn't answer the question is magic, is magic real? real? <laughs> that's that's what I, we all want to know. Is magic real? Uh, Luce, are you excited for a prequel comic? Catching up on what's been going on with the trio? No. Yeah? I don't care. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I'm excited for Spider-Man 2. I really enjoyed Spider-Man and I really enjoyed Miles Morales, but you know me. I'm, I'm moving away from the superhero life, Greg. I'm just not in it to win it anymore. I've been burned so many times by the MCU. <laughs> I just don't. Sure. Sure. Have it in me. Anyway. I want to say I really appreciate you calling out the MCU and not on oh, Christmas yeah. when I made you watch Wonder Woman 1984 and we were all like, this is terrible. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. My my favorite thing was that you made us get up and it was a 9 a.m. start shop huh? to watch Wonder Woman. Although it did have Pedro Pascal in. So. I had to let you know. Yeah. You know, I just had to let you know. And then I had to explain that in the DC Universe, magic is real. And yeah. that's how we can explain this stuff. The movie just did My, my favorite thing about it is that we all sat in complete silence until you said something. <laughs> Because we were like, you know, it's been rough on me. DCEU was rough on old Greg Miller, but James Gunn's going to fix it all right now. Don't worry about it. Uh, Back to this. It's cool. Uh, Yep. I'm excited. The thing is as well, it's like, I know you're waiting for more news. If only the Venom voice actor hadn't tweeted it all out. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's interesting. He had no reference to Tony Todd, but also it's a weird thing. We know you've been patiently. We thank you for hanging there. They didn't say anything. They didn't even say there'll be news soon. No. You know what I mean? Whatever you assume, if the rumored PlayStation event is the thing, this will be the headliner. You raised my hopes and dashed Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, guess what? You can still buy the collector's edition. Like, oh, or or the, you know, the remastered. Remastered was a lot of fun. That's great. great. I am looking forward to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm interested, you know, it's a free comic book. Seems like they're already. Uh, oh, it's free. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's free comic book day. So that, like, that is per cup. Yeah, 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 right. Well, unless I'm unless that was totally weird, right? Bear, it's free. You threw up the thing earlier. I assume it was. If they're calling out the fact that it's free. Comic oh book no, day. it's, it's free. free comic book day. Well, they say it's free comic book day. But they never say it. Well, anyways, free comic book day is a great day. You should all get it, and yep. you can download it for free. But more importantly, you should go to your local comic book shop. Go in there. They'll have a bevy of different comics for the yep. day that are free on May sixth that you can grab and hopefully buy something as well to support stuff. Yes. I'm excited. Um, just I like I like stuff that is. 
actually in universe. One of my favorite, and I, this is such a goofy thing because I did way better stories at IGN, but back in the day, I remember one of the first times I ever got to take my love of comics and make it into news was the Batman Arkham. Oh, City. Yeah, City books. Yeah tying into the game showed Robin's suit for the first time mm-hmm. and I got to break that out and like screen cap my iPad and do all these different things and that, was, that, was, that was a cool like building up of like uh, Bruce was going in there like in disguise yeah. just yeah. to kind of see on the like the ground that was a cool uh, tie-in comic for sure yeah. you know a lot of comics that won't get a lot of thing for them Superman Returns their prequel comics were good yeah. too uh, now the problem yeah. there the movie not good I'm not arguing that don't get me wrong but the problem is the comics had so much more lore that yeah. they, they they never referenced in the movie and that was I think the movie you could have enjoyed more if you read the comics personally well Kind of like when you're reading all the appendices or your Lord of the Rings, then you're like, oh, this happened. Oh, well, like, I mean, cool. yeah. But, I mean, I really want to see, uh, I really want to read the Bloodborne comic. Apparently that's not bad. Apparently it's pretty good. Sure, sure. Yeah. I imagine, you know. Yeah. People love that Bloodborne. They do. Like this, a For the thing. story that you have to go watch a 90-minute video to understand. Shouts to Vati Vitya. <laughs> Number three on the Roper Report. Housemark has expanded its workforce. We'll read from uh, Kale Adam at Push Square. Housemark, the finished developer behind titles like Returnal and Resogun, is PlayStation Studios' resident arcade expert. Mm. Since joining the first-party family, it seems the company has grown to 110 people, with that number likely to increase as it gears up for whatever comes next, parentheses, uh, though they aren't in the habit of making sequels. We know that Housemark had around 80 employees when it was acquired and will surely continue to ramp up as time goes on. This is welcome news to us, as it is nice to see Housemark appear to be in the ascendant. Uh, after all, it wasn't even that long ago that the developer itself, one of the premier studios within the genre, famously declared that arcade games were dead. <laughs> Are you excited to see a thriving Housemark can do? Do you hope it stays true to more of its retro roots? Please insert a coin to access the comment section below. That's cute. I see why we kept that. Push square. Are you Excited to see what uh, Housemark does next, Luce? I am, but I will say that I was absolutely shockingly bad at Returnal. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it was a, it was a punishing a, game, right? Punishing, yeah. but it's a great game. I, like, I, I really enjoyed Resogun, too, because uh, what's going on? I was like, I was <laughs> waiting for it to be Returnal stuff, and, and he's like, no, I'll bring up the Eugene Jarvis game they partnered <laughs> up with. All right, hey, cool. Ne- next Machina fucking... Next Machina was good. Yeah. Nobody's saying it's not good. We're not saying it's not good. That's good. But I mean, like Dead Nation, you could have brought up, you know. Uh, no, I'm I'm excited Super for them. Smart. Like, it's it's really great to see them being invested in and growing. Yeah. And so, I think Returnal was a really really cool game that I enjoy watching. But I mean, the the points of it where you like get into the flow state, but then I would get really discouraged, uh, like bosses and stuff. Yeah, of course, so, you die and have to work, work yeah. your way back there, and you ha- but that's you can't find the astronaut that time. You only had yeah. it the last time. Yeah, I'm right there with you. But I was, I was annoyed. Very excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, I love Housemark as a developer. I think they make really quality, really great games. And it was the fact that I think what's cool about Housemark is their narrative and their story has been so public. Where it was like, "Yo, we're making Super Stardust HD. We're making this. We're making these games that are arcade inspired things." Mm. And then they had to come out and be like, "Yo, arcade is dead. We have to pivot, or we're going to go out of business." And we're doing these things. And then of course yeah. they canceled the game they were working on because PlayStation came in and was like, "Let's make." this other thing you want to do Returnal and then Returnal was coming along so well they bought them and now again this is always what we talk about with acquisitions I know that acquisitions often get a bad rap I mm-hmm. think you know because of mm-hmm. course we talk about them on our things and mm-hmm. that usually ends with the layoff and closure of something what's up Waypoint um, here when you talk about this stuff right I think you're talking about cool let us take care of paying everybody and worrying about HR and do all this stuff. You guys make the game. Let us come in and invest in you. You worry like, about being creative. And let's, yeah, let's, you know, I think, you know, Returnal was a nice turning point for Housemark where they really got the praise they've deserved, I think, for mm-hmm. several of their games on how oh, good yeah. they've been and where they've been. And so I think that will be interesting to see what they do next and what PlayStation wants out of them. Yeah, 100%. You know what else is interesting? Patreon.com slash kind of funny. <laughs> Over on Patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get exclusive access to my mind as I do a Greg way each and every day and rant and rave, usually in the car, and tell you secrets about things that are happening in the video game world. Of course, you could also get all the shows ad free. You could watch us record most of the podcast live unless they have embargoed content like Phil Spencer being on tomorrow's X Cast and oh so much more. But most importantly for you right now, you can get every episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily ad-free as a video and an MP3 on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny. But guess what? You're not there. So here's a word from our sponsor. 
Shout out to Honey for sponsoring this episode. Honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. And we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey's the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as the Honey guy dances it searches for coupons it can find for the site, and if it finds a working coupon, you will watch the prices drop. We hear it kind of funny you've been using Honey for years, and it has literally saved us thousands on tech, costumes, food, you name it. Honestly, I just love how easy it is to set, forget, and save. Honey doesn't just work on desktops, it also works on your iPhone. You just activate it on Safari on your phone, save on the go. And if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show. You can get PayPal Honey for free, at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. That's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny. Shout out to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode. We all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use. Or do we? Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to $200. That's right. You, you. You out there, you could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions you don't even know about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Rocket Money has saved some of us here at Kind of Funny a ton of money and it can help you too. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way. By going to rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash kinda funny. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing. Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. And we're back, everybody, firing off headlines and ideas to blessing. Oh, in between things here. Wow, multitasking. That's what I do here. Wow. <laughs> Number four. Wow. Number four <laughs> on the Roper Report. Titanfall's director is working on something new at Respawn. Mm. This is Tom Ivan at VGC. A very small team is in the early stages of developing an original IP at Respawn Entertainment. In an interview with Axios, Respawn boss Vince Zampella said the Skunk Works team is being led by Steve uh, Fukuda, uh, the game director on Titanfall and Titanfall 2. The mi- quote, the mission is to find uh, the fun in something new, end quote, he said. In another interview, Zampella said he'd love to see Titanfall 3 happen, but that, that quote, there, have, there are no exact dedicated plans for that, end quote. In January, Respawn owner EA announced plans to close Apex Legends Mobile, and it also reportedly canceled an unannounced Titanfall game that was being planned as a single-player experience for Apex Legends. Respawn recently opened a third development studio to work on Apex Legends. Respawn's Star Wars Jedi Survivor was released last week, and the studio has at least two more Star Wars games in the works. One is an internally developed first-person shooter helmed by former LucasArts veteran and Medal of Honor co-creator Peter Hirschman. The other is a strategy game developed in collaboration with BitReactor, a new studio formed by veterans of XCOM and Civilization Maker Fire Firaxis. Mm. Loose. Mm. I loved Titanfall. Titanfall 1. One of one. two. Oh. Sorry, sometimes the wall talks to us oh. and I wasn't ready for it. Um... I love Titanfall 1. Titanfall 1 was... I, I had a whole thing at IGN yeah. where I made Alfredo make me good at first-person shooters so I could be competitive at it, and I was good. Oh. Like we did a lot of the training for it. And then Titanfall 2, 
I enjoyed obviously the campaign like yeah. everybody else Campaign's did. Incredible. Yeah, but I'm also not the shooty 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 uh campaign person. Yeah. So like I was like, yeah, whatever, blah blah. But affecting cause though. Oh, one of the good, of course one of the best levels. Of course, of course. Do I I am as much as I love Titanfall, I am of the belief we do not need another Titanfall. I don't think we're getting any Titanfall. Well, good. Then I, I just was. Everybody oh, keeps calling no. it out. Oh, no, no, got canceled. I, mean, I was like, I just don't think it matters that much. That's the thing. It's like you can. Would I like to see any Titanfall? Yeah, it'd be really cool. But ultimately, did it sell enough? Is it making the money that it needs to? Is that EA is going to invest in it? No, probably not. And you know, even canning an unannounced Titanfall game that was being planned as a single player experience to Apex. Apex is the the cash cow. And, it is. You know, if if even they don't see the value in that, then that's a real big shame. But like, it kind of is indicative of the way they feel about Titanfall as a brand. Sure, and that's the thing is, I think you step away from it. And so I like the idea that a very small team is working on something new, an original IP, yeah. and try to get inspired by it, do it. And I wonder what you pivot to and how you do that, especially you know, in a marketplace right now that is dominated by established IP, as you see with say, the other two <laughs> Star Wars Star games Wars they're games. working on. And then I assume another Jedi. Yeah. Oh, they have to 100%. be. Yeah, yeah, you figure, I mean, this one's an already a juggernaut, right? Yeah. Like, you have to double back on that and yeah. see what Cal's up to next. Oh, Cal. Oh, Cal. mullet. I didn't put that on. You didn't? No. Handlebar? No. Uh oh My Cal's, I, I have a very... My Cal's a very serious Jedi. He is. All right, I'm not going to be running around like a clown or whatever. There's the trophy for putting on the mullet and kicking somebody. I haven't done that yet, but I will eventually. Yeah. I'm starting my platinum. If you need help, I figured out what move that was. Kevin actually was the one who discovered it and helped me. Oh. So you, you, you just tell us. Is it a spoiler or something? Spoiler move. Um, if you I don't, if you don't want to know move. how to get the trophy, the roadhouse or whatever it's called, yeah, trophy uh, where you put you on have, the mullet and kick them. You have to use the cross guard stance. Oh, okay. Remember when we watched Roadhouse for no reason that one time? Well, because I, I own it on Blu-ray and it's a great movie. It was a great movie. Great movie. Come on, great now. Movie. Terry Funk. What are you gonna do? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, it just makes me wonder if. Is Reese one big enough to handle all those projects? That's a big question. You know, of course, Vince uh, overseeing a lot now, right? Yeah. It's that and Dice Moving and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see what they come up with and where they go. Um, I, you know, I think it's fascinating that they did go through and close down Apex Mobile, right? I know, you know, yeah. I know that was a, a news item that caught me off guard because usually when we hear about a mobile game like that launching, I assume it's just doing fine. It's printing money yeah. and nobody cares about it. Whereas this one was like, no, nah, it's not doing what we needed to do. So we're oh. stopping. But then you do wonder, yeah, like, are they then having a chilling effect on what Apex can actually do? Mm. Then are, what are you actually looking for from those teams other than Star Wars? How do yeah. you come out and do that? I mean, they just launched a new legend, right? Or are oh, launching tell you. a new legend? Andy could tell you if he was awake, but sadly, it's almost 11. He won't be here till 11.30. You know what I mean? Uh, he's not he's, a, he's not even in the city. Rolls out of his dirty bed of socks. <laughs> he's in L.A. Picks he's up his LA. can of chili. I don't believe it. I saw I saw a picture. Of, well, he tagged LAX in his Insta story. Easy way to fake it, you know what I mean? And I, I like, can take wow. a photo of the floor right now and tag LAX. <gasps> You're right. Oh my God, Andy's lied to us. Bear, go go back to your house and check his room. I'll see text if he's Lou there. To see if he's still. Thank home. you. Yeah. Number five on the Roper Report. Hello. Street Fighter Six sales target is 10 million. Capcom president Ooh. says this is Chris Scullion at VGC. Capcom president has said the company aims to sell 10 million copies of Street Fighter Six. In an interview with Famitsu, uh, the president was asked if he if attempting to widen the game scope uh, and make the studios more uh, the series more appealing to less hardcore fighting game fans had an impact on the development cost. Quote: The Street Fighter series is our flagship title, so we had no hesitation in investing in it. Over the past few years, multiple titles in the Resident Evil series have sold 10 million copies, and the Monster Hunter series now has titles that are aiming for 20 million copies. Street Fighter V has already sold over 7 million copies. If So, if we can use our digital sales experience, we should be able to aim for 10 million copies with the next game. Bit of That's, a leap up. Huh? Bit of a leap up. But they're digital. They're using their digital sales experience. Of course. Okay. Uh, that's why uh, we're trying to do everything we couldn't do before with Street Fighter Six. That's why we're here. To, we are here. That's why we're where we are today. End quote. Street Fighter V's 7 million sales make it the best-selling game in the series in terms of home console sales, according to Capcom. Meaning it expects Street Fighter Six to break this record. Will they do it, Luce? I hope they do, but I also hope they're not doing a classic Square Enix move. Of uh, this underperformed. This didn't <laughs> meet expectations. This didn't meet expectations. We set expectations to the fucking moon too high. And so, yeah, it did not. The, sorry, the Tomb Raider game that sold however many million oh, didn't actually yeah. live up to what we wanted it to be. Uh, but no, I mean, all the but I'm not a Street Fighter person, I'm not a game person, 
But all of the buzz around Street Fighter Six has been incredibly, incredibly positive. Um, everything we do with Street Fighter is taking off uh, quite a lot. A lot of positive buzz around it. So I yeah. hope it hits it. Ten million, still a lot though. That's my thing about it, right? Where it's like ten million is so many, and seven million on five is great and awesome. But when it's did like five come out. Like how not many? Not that long ago, right? Well, I mean, like I'm old, but hold on. yeah, but Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter V came out in 2016 on PlayStation oh, okay, so 4 and Windows. Okay. An arcade version came to Japan exclusively in 2019. Um, are there? Are there, I mean, like, Blessing is over the moon excited about it. Khalif yep. Adams so excited about it. I see people talking yeah. about it. I understand the hype of it, but like, I don't look at it and go, I gotta buy that. This is gonna be the one that pulls me into fighting games. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm just like, I think my my poor wrists are too old for that stuff now. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever be good enough at it. But sure. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that in there that I like. And they're doing the like the you know the low skill mode for you and me that like don't play it all the time, right? They yep. can just do the easy stuff. But again, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I, chat or uh, what is it? Sage says oh, Street yeah, people, Fighter people. Five did seven million. Street Fighter Six can definitely do ten million. All right. All right. I believe you. I guess I don't know. But if it doesn't, that's on you. Yeah, exactly. That's on you, Sage. I didn't do anything about that. You know what I mean? I, I understand there's hype for it. I just... Yeah. What what did the last Mortal Kombat do? That would be a good question, I guess. Because Mortal Kombat, uh, I feel, is the more did mainstream cinematic. Like, yeah. it's not the fighting game fighting game. It is a fighting game fighting game, but it's not like... I think Street Fighter is one where you want a pure fight or whatever. I think it's more impressive that Five was able to sell that well with how mixed it was received yeah. at launch. People um, didn't dig it that much. Yeah, at, at start. It like eventually like uh, got some good traction uh, later on down the road, but <laughs> if they come out with this being like an absolute banger at launch, I think it could easily hit that 10 million. Okay. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Street Fighter 5 was PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. How about this? Oh, and I guess this is multi-platform. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah that's a good point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Blessing, come in here. Blessings finally. Oh, is he here? Yeah, he's here. Hello. No, he's in LA. No, that's Andy. Oh, right. Blessings here. Hi, bud. Yeah, we. I need your opinion. Do you think Street Fighter uh, Six is going to sell sell tel, ten million copies easy? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Cool. Just because, like, you just because, like, it the cross platform and the hype around it, and yada yada. Uh, I think because it's cross platform. I also think that this Street Fighter is going to be um, very feature complete in terms of. Having like all the stuff for the hardcore people in terms of characters, um, uh, fighting options, uh, all like the accoutrements in terms of the bells and whistles they're throwing in there to make it like a the, the full Street Fighter experience. This actually feels like a step forward in talking about how good it feels to play and how and how much it's doing. But then also on the casual side, right? Like they have added the world tour mode, and so if you're if you're somebody who's coming in and you're not a big competitive fighting game person, yeah. you're not just going in and getting your ass beat and going oh man, what am I doing here, right? Like they've added in this mode for you to where you can play almost RPG style where it is, you're going around the world, you have your own character, you're meeting other Street Fighter characters, there's a bit of story in it, you're having fun there, not having to worry about the hard competitive aspect of it. I think the question is, will the Greg Millers of the world be into Street Fighter Six? I don't think so, right? Like I think if you're not a fighting game person, then it's probably not going to speak to you. But if you're someone who's even lightly a fighting game person, I think this will be the Street Fighter for you more so than even previous Street Fighters. Well, thank you for your expertise on that. Of course. Looking good too. You, what are you lifting stuff? You doing you doing curls at home? You doing a bow flex? <laughs> no, ring fit. Okay, ring oh, fit. Uh, get on that. Uh, and then you're wrong. I asked for what it sold. Mortal Kombat sold. Nitro writes in and says uh, Mortal Kombat 11 sold 15 million copies Damn. in 2022. So yeah, it's gonna okay, be fun. Yeah. Thank you for the context, everybody. I don't. I'm not good with numbers. Period. Let alone fighting game numbers. So I appreciate that. But speaking of fighting game, well, not really. This is a fighting game in the way Sifu's a fighting game. Uh, a new <laughs> number six. A new Double Dragon game has been announced. This is Wesley Yinpool at Eurogamer. Mm. There's a new Double Dragon game. It's called Double Dragon Gaiden Rise of the Dragons. And it's out on PC and all the consoles this summer. Well, I don't like this art style. Oh. I don't like this art style one bit. Uh. Uh, this new Double Dragon is developed by Secret Base, the studio behind well-received multiplayer horror beat-em-up The Streets of Red, uh, Devil's Dare Deluxe. It stars Double Dragon's famous duo Billy and Jimmy Lee, as well as new playable characters in what's described as a modernized celebration of the beat-em-up genre. There's co-op. Couch co-op for launch, online co-op later this year, 13 playable characters in pixel art visuals. Here's the official blurb. Quote, New York City in the year 1990X. The city has been devastated by nuclear war. Its citizens fight for survival as riots, crime, and chaos flood the streets. Criminal gangs terrorize what remains as they vie for dominance. Unwilling to endure these conditions any longer, young Billy and Jimmy Lee take it upon themselves to reclaim their city. End quote. 
Roguelite elements uh, come from the dynamic mission select function. Here, in order here, the order in which you choose your missions affects the mission length, number of enemies, and difficulty. You spend cash you've earned at the end of each stage to unlock upgrades for your chosen characters or save up. If you die, you can spend remaining cash on tokens that permanently unlock extra characters and bonuses in between sessions, or you can buy a continue with your token and keep the run going. There's permadeath, too. Oh. Sounds great for beat-em-up fans. Yeah. Oh. That sounds cool. Yeah. I, I don't I didn't like the art style at first glance, but when they're talking about the roguelite and the, and the, yeah, the coins clicked. and stuff, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Reminded me a little bit more of uh, Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's always chasing that. Even TMNT chasing that, chasing that high. Oh, the TMNT was good though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So you, I, I, we never talk about it. Beat em up, beat em ups do anything for you? Nah. I it, for me it was always getting annoyed of thinking I was on the right plane and not yeah. being on the right plane. I know games have gotten better about that. That was one of the things people talked about for. Uh, 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 a TMNT that yeah. they liked about it. So yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed TMNT, but then again, I played it with like six of the like the it was six of us playing. Sure. And so it was so anarchy. Absolutely ridiculous. Nobody knew what was happening at any time, yeah. just screaming like, and just punching. Blur of colors on the screen. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, it looks cool. Not necessary for me, but everything they say. I mean, I like a I like a rogue rogue light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you a beam up guy? No, 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 no. no. Used to in my old days, you know, Death and Return of Superman, I was all about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you, you, Double Dragon, I remember playing a lot on mm -hmm. my Sega Master System, which was always weird for people who came over. They're like, I know this from Nintendo. I'm like, it's the same, but different. Blah, blah, blah. Same, different. That's about it. Uh, number seven and final on the Roper Report for your Wednesday. Planet of Lana finally has a release date. Uh, Planet of Lana tweets, it's finally time. With this brand new trailer, we're happy to announce that Planet of Lana will launch on PC, Xbox, and Xbox Game Pass on May 23rd. Hashtag Indie Games, hashtag Xbox. Uh, Planet of Lana, as you see here, if you're watching, uh, a game that is quite beautiful, has talked, got a lot of talk about its art style. Mm -hmm. uh, if you are not, if you're driving a UPS van and can't look at your phone, I understand. Uh, instead here, what you're getting is basically, you know, what I would call a really beautiful, colorful, but then imagine like Limbo kind of thing. It's like, you know, 2D. It's a mixture of uh, Last Guardian and Limbo, I would say, visually yep. and uh, gameplay mechanics. I got to play this at the mix uh, for a little bit, and I really mm -hmm. enjoyed what I played, uh, solving environmental puzzles to get through a level with uh, your little cat-looking <gasps> friend. Yeah. It's great. I'm in. May 23rd. Oh, I have the demo for this, actually, because it was in Steam Next Fest. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, but I haven't played it yet. But well, look at you. Too big for the games, but Barry Corton, he's out there. He's doing it. He's playing them. Different lines. I'm just still chopping away at Resident Evil 4. Just a cook. Wow. Right. May yeah, 23rd. That was great. Was that, was that in one of the uh, you'll get this in 12 months thing? It's kind of coming in. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was. I mean, it's been shown before for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was part of that 12 months thing, but it was shown at some Xbox event. Yes. I feel like. Hey. Okay. While it's happened on Twitch, we've been raided by Giant Bomb, apparently. Oh, hi. Come in and talk about Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog here. Jeff Grubb's still over there? Yeah. Oof. Also, I'm, I uh, was meant to do morning mess this morning, and I did not, so. Fuck you, Jeff Grubb. <laughs> Piece of shit. You know what I mean? I think I'm doing it Monday, uh, tomorrow or Friday. I'm not sure. Just talk about kind of funny the whole time while you're there. You know? Deal. All okay. right. Thank you. Uh, loose. Hey. Oh, God. There he is. Oh, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> you're oh. going to pay, Greg. God damn. Oh, God. There he is again. <laughs> loose, I'm excited to see how Jeff Grubb will make me pay. Is he going to SGF? Am I going to see him in LA? Okay, yeah, I'll see will. him. That's but that's a threat. So that is a threat. Uh, SGF is still so far away. If I wanted to it's know not, something. It's six weeks away, Greg. I know. I got really upset last week when I started getting emails about booking stuff. And I was like, why are you so Oh, it's not early at all. Shit, I got to get. I gotta book yeah. our plane for tickets. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm so excited for SGF, but it's so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops. Where would I go? What? Oh, co-host says, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily show host each and every weekday. Yeah. I couldn't remember if you would remember. I was going to say, I couldn't remember if you would remember that, but we I was like, oh yeah, we came in fast and furious on this show thanks to SF Traffic. Out today, Super Dungeon Maker on Switch and PC. Tape to Tape Early Access on PC. Gravewood High on PC. Kaku. Ancient Seal on PC, Cactus Cowboy, Plants at War on PC, Killbug on PC, and Minute Fun Racer on PC. New dates for you. Pokemon TCG Online will shut down on June 5th, 2023. Pokemon TCG Live launches three days later on June 8th. Wow, what a fucking... The king is dead along with the king. Biomutant comes to Nintendo Switch on November 30th. You gonna play that one, Mike? Nope, not gonna do that one. All right. 
F1 23 launches uh, June 16th for Xbox One, Xbox X, uh, and S, I assume, PS4, PS5, and PC. Deals of the day for you. Targets Zelda Tears of the Kingdom freebie with purchase of the game is an adventure hit pack available in-store on May 12th. While supplies are limited, you get one per purchase. There it is. What's a hip pack? I assume it's a fanny it's, pack, it's right? A fanny pack. Yeah, it's oh. a little fanny pack. But at Noig Nintendo, they're like, we can't name a thing fanny. To be fair, couldn't get away with that in the UK. I was going to say, in the UK, I think it means uh, pussy, right? Isn't that what it means? <laughs> yes. Big juicy pussy, is that what it means, Luce, right? That's what I mean God, when you say right? fanny in the UK. It is 11 a.m. This, this is our lives every day, Lucy. <laughs> Save this is us. what I live with. Uh, you but know, two and a half You know, years. we have fun here. You know we what I mean? <laughs> Jeff Grubb would never, you know? That's the problem with him. Yeah, we have HR. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. That might be the difference between us. That might be the difference between us. I'm looking at the... the we have a uh. thing here. Uh. No, I, the question came from Greg Sinclair, which I like, but we kind of tiptoed into some of this stuff, so I'm not going to do it with our Xbox discussion. Instead, I'll tell you, ladies and gentlemen, mm. that if you're watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, you have a special job. <laughs> oh, God. No, I'm just catching up to everything I just said. Oh, uh, you need to keep us honest by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Then I read it here and we set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames or listening on podcast services around the globe new john plus formerly j j u r e i d i n i i writes in mate <laughs> this one is more of a quote i was wrong and greg was right end quote I wrote in the other day, and Greg pointed out that my gamer tag and PSN profile were too complicated. Oh, Greg, no. I chose New John Plus since I'm named after my dad. I'd like to thank Greg for his infinite wisdom and for helping me make this change. Fuck yes. That's a good That's a If good you want to be friends too. with somebody with a respectable PSN and gamer tag, mm-hmm. New John Plus, J-O-H-N, all one word. That's really good. If memory serves, New John Plus was just writing into like, hey. I just want people and on my list to talk to me. Him and then you because no him one's in. no one's driving their car, having a nice time, and they hear me say, "All right, well, if you want to be friends with this person, go ahead and write into J J U R E I D I N. I think they're capitalized. They might be L's. I can't tell because of how it's written. I helped somebody. New John Plus is a great name. This is the problem, Luce, with your generation. Everybody wants to be coddled, all right? No one tells the hard truth like Greg Miller. Oh, you know what I mean? He's back on his I'll tell you about your again. PSN names. I'll tell you about beans, and I'll tell you about PC gaming. Not even once, ladies and gentlemen. Beans. I don't like beans. You know that. But everybody else is always like, whoa, beans are great. I'm like, what do you like about beans? They're like, oh, they taste like sand. I'm like, get out of here. What beans you know what are you I mean? eating? <laughs> Just the little bags of sand beans. That's one. <laughs> the one you bite into it, like, what does this add to the flavor profile? Nothing. Flavor profile of beans. Eat a bur- if, you've, if you've only ever eaten beans, get a burrito <laughs> with no beans and tell me it isn't better. You know what I mean? You're going out tonight on a hot date. Get one burrito beans, one bean bliss burrito. Dude, Try half and see what y'all think. If you are going out on a hot date and you're having a burrito beforehand, you've got other problems. You watching this uh, 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 Elizabeth Olsen show, Love and Death on HBO? No, but uh, Andrew Goldfarb said it was good. Of course. He, 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 he watches everything. everything. Yeah, of course. I'm watching it with Jen. You know her. Uh, oh, yeah. We're enjoying it as well. Okay. My only beef, the whole show is about having an affair, so this Your isn't a spoiler. My only beef okay. is that... They meet in the hotel to have sex, you know what I mean, to have this affair, or whatever. Yeah. But every time they have, she cooks like a like like very nice lunch. But it's like it's like Brussels sprouts and meat skewers. And I'm like, who's? And they eat it before they fuck. You know what I mean? That is that's a danger fuck. No, you don't want that. No? You're all full. Yeah, I don't you're want, all gassy and I don't stuff. Want, I'm not about yes. this. I'm not about this. Eat after, you know, because yeah. then you you know you've you've just gone into a workout. Yeah. You're probably feeling a little peckish anyway. Yeah. Well, are you gonna? Yeah, are you gonna? You know, wait thirty minutes like you're gonna swim in? Exactly, right? You don't want to get a cramp. Oh. Um, Nanobiologist has a couple in here that are both corrections and then just telling us we were right or whatever. Uh, he writes in with the hood because we didn't know much about the hood, right? Oh, yeah. The hood, the hood's powers are the hood is, t- uh, is talented with firearms and various methods of criminal enterprise. <laughs> he has access to dual Hydra slash AIM technologies. Robbins, uh, it must be his name, uh, seems to retain some knowledge of the occult, having reestablished his magical abilities via contract with another demon. 
He can also re- he also retained a magical cloak alongside some mystical abilities such as teleportation and invisibility. He also uses the ability to channel magic through his guns. However, he only uses them as focus. So we will see how much of that makes it into the comic book. Remember, this is one comic book on free comic book day. Your so, usual comic book, 22 pages. <laughs> I think free comic book, they might even be a little bit lighter. So we'll yeah, see how I much they shove in. Because we got to know how Miles is doing in school, how MJ's journalism is going, how Pete's doing with two of Spider-Man, and then all the hood. There are too many is questions. magic real is also the major question. You just going to open it. It's actually just going to be a book. <laughs> <laughs> we just wrote this out for you. Uh, Nano also says Apex Legends Season 17 is coming with a new legend called Ballistic. It's and it launches Downs, May 9th. Oh, yeah. I believe so. I like him. Uh, Nana also confirms Planet Lana was not part of the next 12 months uh, press event. Nana, you're on it today. Holy and then just for the hell of it, remember, we're going to end the show here for you podcast people. Mm-hmm. But then you, of course, can come over to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, catch the on-demand version. Mm-hmm. Or if you're watching live, get the on-demand, the, as it happens version, where Michael asks us a bunch of questions from Super Chats. Mike has a very powerful stance going on Mike's right always now, got a powerful way. stance over there. Stretching, stretching the games. Stretching you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, however... Turd Ferguson writes in, not with a you're wrong, but with a warm-up to these questions. It says, Lucy, you can only save one. Trent Reznor or Phil Spencer? I would like to apologize to the Xbox community, but I'm <laughs> 100% saving Trent Reznor. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you like that, of course, be part of the show by writing into kindoffunny.com slash KFGD. You can watch us record it live on Twitch and YouTube. You can get it ad-free and support us in all of the cool stuff we do here and our employees at patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Uh, tomorrow, your Thursday hosts are going to be Tim and me. And then Friday's going to be Tim and Blessing. Lucy, as we said at the top of the show, yeah. you have a new comic book out today. What's it called again? Uh, Octobriana and the Underground Full Tilt Boogie. My story is called Doxing Match. <laughs> it's in there. Uh, you named it. Everybody find, go to Lucy James Games on Twitter. <laughs> I'm sure there's a link there that'll make it a little bit easier to get through. I'll retweet that as well. And then talk to me uh, one more time about all the shows GameSpot's doing. Uh, so all the new shows launching this week. So we have new episodes of The Law You Know, Kurt Locker, No HUD, uh, How It Saved, Experts React, Firearms Experts React, and Tam and I, we have a new show called Spot On on Friday. Excellent. YouTube.com slash GameSpot. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us Thank today. you. It's good to be around. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. What are we doing?